What's up, everybody? I am Noel Green, and welcome to the Big G Show. And today we have Terrell and Jenny. Um, so you guys uh, tell a little bit about yourselves. Um, my name is Jenny. Um, a lot of people call me Jen or Jenna. So my last name is Matos, and I am just a small child. Why am I a small child? A child trying to figure out the world. That was a really awful thing, but we're going to go with it today, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> Hi, I'm Terrell. I'm 16. I'm a junior at Walnut Grove High School. I'm a little sick today, and I'm glad to be here with Noel and Jenny. Someone's <laughs> <laughs> like my uncle. <laughs> all right, all right, for my li- all right, listeners, um, today we got a special one for you, a special treat. We're going to talk about the 2019 Democratic debate. So how how did you guys feel uh, feel about the debate? I think that when it just first started, you could tell that it would be problematic. Um, I think when when you use a venue like the Tyler Perry Studios, and when you're in a city like Atlanta, you need to take advantage of that. You know, like you're in a historical black city, and what is modern history? You know, one of a fully black-owned studio, which you don't see, I, I don't think at all, I think this is the first one, or at least of, of this magnitude, and I think that the, I think that MSNBC did not respect the, the, the venue itself, because they started off talking about impeachment, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, you're in Atlanta, you guys should probably talk about the black vote, and, and, and other issues that pertain to Atlanta, you know, what, what do you think? Jenny? Um, I feel like starting the debate off right there with Donald Trump and impeachment, it feels like almost giving him what he wants. Mm. Because at the end of the day, I don't feel like Americans, when they're placing their vote, they're not going to be like, huh, who, what about Trump impeachment? No, they're going to be thinking about my health care. Why are the public schools so bad? Basically, they're going to be thinking about how their lives and how to pay their bills and how to get up in the morning, go to work, and where they send their kids to school to, not Donald Trump. Yeah, they call it the, the, um, the counter-table issues. Yeah. They, the issues that people who don't have the luxury to c- look at cable news all day, you know, worry about. How mm-hmm. they're going to pay their bills, mm-hmm. um, how they're going to get to work, how, how, how the economy is doing, mm-hmm. and how they're going to continue to have a sustainable life. Mm-hmm. They're not worried about... Who is in the impeachment hearings and who isn't? Because that's not something that matters. But what do you think, Noel? It's a hard place, you know, for me because I um I grew up, you know, with a with a family that was very democratic. You know, my grandma she adored Barack Obama, and Barack Obama was kind of you know my idol because you know he was the first uh, the first black president, and you know the Democratic Party. So they say is you know the party. Where all the you know where black people, Hispanics, and white people you know they're they're there, they're coming together. But in, in this debate, um, it's clear and obvious that this impeachment and, and and Trump is the forefront of the uh, the the Democratic Party. Mm. It's it's not it's not it's not it's their it's their center focus. If you get what I'm saying, because mm-hmm. if if you've been paying attention to the news and with this whole impeachment inquiry and 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 this uh and this Ukraine stuff, <laughs> and then the the Democrats they're they're doing things in the House, having secret meetings, 
um, holding things for weeks and weeks and weeks, and we don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And all because they they've been saying for ever since Trump got into office, they've always been talking about impeachment. And time and time again, they it, it hasn't been working for them, and it doesn't look good for the for the Democratic Party. And you know they they need to you know get their act together and start focusing yeah. on issues. And speaking of of issues, what do you guys think were the were the top issues in the debate that were discussed? Because they did discuss some. Um, what were they, and what were your thoughts on it? I think the number one issue in this debate was healthcare. Mm-hmm. I mean, every debate not every debate had like its forefront issue. In this time, it was healthcare. And I felt like every candidate had been asked at one time about health care, something pertaining to health care. And every single time I felt like instead of giving like an honest opinion, they would just give it like, well, here's my plan. Here's my plan. You can go read my plan. I'm like, well, tell us about your plan, not just give us a shameless plug. That's a great point. And why do you think they hide their plan like that? What is what are they hiding? Except with the exception of Bernie, of course, because yeah. Bernie is just straight up. Yes, your taxes will go up. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, this weapon, which is what I like about Bernie. He's honest. And you have Elizabeth Warren, you know, over here. Oh, and God. and she she's saying that, you know, no, your taxes won't raise for this plan. And we're going to try it out for three years and see how it hey, works. Hey. But you got to think about about it, though, that at the end of the day, the top people that voted for Trump was billionaires and people with money. And I guess in a way she has to appeal to those people with money so she can get the vote. I well, mean, it's smart. I don't I don't I disagree because I don't think that the person the people, a, billion, a billionaire only has one vote, you know? A billionaire, there, there's a couple hundred billionaires in the country. We're talking about the rest of the general population. Mm-hmm. And these are the people that you need to appeal to. You need to appeal to the common, you know, American. Mm-hmm. And Trump won by doing that. He appealed to, you know, he, he, he he's the way he talks. Um, it's, it's not very, you know, politician-like, mm-hmm. um, which to an extent, is a good thing and it's the same skill that bernie has and in my opinion i think if bernie would have won in 2016 we would be living in a bernie president bernie you know sanders universe because mm-hmm. i think what people are sick of is hiding things just like mm-hmm. warren did um and and, and and trying not to unveil the whole truth and and trying to make it seem like you're appealing to everyone when you're not you know just be honest be be upfront let let me tell you speaking of being honest and upfront you know about Warren we, we were talking about this earlier on um before the podcast even aired but um I attended the uh the Elizabeth Warren rally I volunteered and I helped sign people up mm-hmm. and one of the, and one of the things that caught my attention was I noticed it was a lot of white people there upper class well, if you could tell, um, I I don't know I don't know what their class is. I didn't ask them what their class was. But and it, this is a huge problem that a lot of these Democrats, mm-hmm. especially the front runners, with the exception of Joe Biden, which we'll we'll talk about, I hope, with the exception of Joe Biden, is that they are appealing to or their their main audience, and they're having problems with this is upper class white liberals, college educated. Mm-hmm. White liberals, they, you know, some of the students um, came from Georgia Tech. 
um, Georgia State, which is weird because it was a black women night held at an HBCU. Mm. And I was very alarmed because it being held where I go to school at Clark Atlanta, I, I would think that, you know, people in the area, they would they would line up for it. And that wasn't the case. You had some sprinkled here and there. <laughs> But that that wasn't the case at the uh, at the Elizabeth Warren rally. And going back to, to planning and politicians saying what their plan is. Mm-hmm. And another point that I would make is that the problem is that they're in positions of power in government already. Elizabeth Warren is is, is a senator. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think Cory Booker is a senator. He is. Tulsi Gabbard is a senator. Isn't uh, Bernie Sanders a Tulsi senator? Tulsi is congresswoman. Congresswoman. Thank you. Is Bernie Sanders a senator? He is a senator. I'm pretty sure, yeah. he, he, he's a senator. And what I find alarming is that these people are in are in government, mm-hmm. and they really haven't been doing no. anything. And that's a huge problem with Bernie. What has he done? I mean, of course, we all know he wrote the damn bill, the health care bill. I yeah. wrote the damn bill. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, what else have you done, Bernie? You have been in the Senate for a good long while. Yeah. And it's like, what else have you done to improve his nation? And granted, the Senate is controlled by Republicans, mm-hmm. but it was not always controlled by Republicans. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. I feel like Bernie, I guess, like for me, yeah, what Bernie's doing right is like he's appealing to younger voters and the first time voters. But like mm-hmm. his downside is like you got your plan. You got the money. What else? What, what do you have going for you? Mm. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I feel like with all these candidates, like. Sometimes they'll have, like, that one little speck of something, mm-hmm. like, especially with people like Kamala and Corey. Oh, Jesus. They have their little oh. speck. They'll have their one moment. <laughs> oh. Like, they'll have bash somebody. Oh, my God. And we'll get to Kamala Harris oh. in a second. We'll get we have something to talk about with that. Oh. Oh. Let's, let's go ahead and talk about it. No, let's to, just do that. We let's need let's to go talk, ahead and talk about Harris. We need to talk about I need to get in the camera for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. My, All my right. fellow... My fellow black Americans, okay, black people, I am speaking to you right now. Kamala Harris, she is a liar. She doesn't care about black women at all. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. If she cared about black women, okay, if she if she really cared about the well-being in the black community, then what the hell was she doing Prosecuting all these people for mm. petty yeah. crimes. Petty crimes. And she, she, you know, it, you know what's funny? She still stands on that record. Yeah. She's standing at, at, on, at the debate. It's like, she, why are you standing for this? She, she, claiming that she fought for the American people. She and, and while she was locking up all those black men and in jail. Okay. And she and she and she stood on that stage. And she and she said it with 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 such a smile on her face. Mm. <laughs> That's with, ridiculous. With, with, with such. I care. Same with Cory Booker. <laughs> About the black women, and black women are the backbone of this country. Okay, okay. let me put this out here. Right. Just because you went to an HBCU and you pledged a black sorority does not... Oh, okay, let me stop now because I'm not trying to get controversial. But, like, you can use that. She's, like, using that and being like, I'm with you. But you if you don't truly stand with the people, then all of that is meaningless. That's just cocktail conversation and i think if someone who claims that they're so a part of the black community and cares so much about it 
But you're sitting here lo- locking up black men. Yes. People yes. who... Black men are, are... There's such a lack of... Black men are needed in the black community now. You know? We, yeah. we need our fathers. We, yeah. we need them. Um, we need our fathers to protect our mothers and our mothers yes. to protect our fathers yes. in the black community. And, and you're sitting here locking them up for petty crimes instead of helping. You know, I, I'm not saying you should mm-hmm. give them a, a, a penthouse in the sky, but a chance to to support their families. But you're sitting here locking them up. And don't, 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 please, black people, for the sake of you, please don't vote for this woman. That's all I'm going to say. All right, so let's... Oh. What do you guys think about uh, Senator Booker? Jesus, his his real estate. You know what he said? Something that that stood out to me, and he mentioned real estate tax. And um, note check. I don't know if you guys know this, but y'all know this in places in New York, in New Jersey, in California, places that are blue. Very, that no, are not just blue. That 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 are liberal Deep blue. Like, ran by Democrats, you mm-hmm. realize the housing unaffordable is unbearable. You notice that, right? This is a problem that the Democratic Party is gonna have to address. Tax. Acknowledge. Tax. They don't they don't they don't address this at all. No. And it's like how do you have these cities that are so left mm-hmm. to a point where someone even like me, who considers himself, you know, a liberal would be attacked if I was stating my opinions. Right, right. And it's a huge problem. And I, I think that I think that these politicians, are, especially the Democrats, they're going to have to recognize this. And they, they fail to. It's, it's, it's a huge problem. Well, all of them keep talking about tax. The key <laughs> word in there just is tax. No, I'm serious. The key word in there is tax. When they say they're just going to tax the top... One percent trickles down. And billionaire. Uh-huh. Let, let, let me let, let me tell you something. All the all these policies, Medicare for all, free universal education, that green New Deal stuff they're gonna have tearing stuff up, and then it's gonna cost <laughs> trillions of do- trillions of dollars. You wanna know? You wanna know what's gonna happen with all that? They're gonna come to you. <laughs> the people the people who pay taxes they're going to come for you when they get universal um um medicare for all the government gets to tell you how much medicine you need what quality you need you shot up you got a shot up wound there are people right in front of you they get to say you just going to have to wait your turn and while you sitting there in line <laughs> out out here out here dying you gonna be dead by the time you get to the emergency room, and then who's gonna who's gonna pay? And then and then when the, with the universal education, Elizabeth Warren was was saying debt free education. Let me explain something to you. Non-existent. It, it is not free. No, when I talk what, about nothing in this world, once you is free. One once you step out of that college campus and you get a job, the and what the Democrats are saying. Mm-hmm. The more money you make, it'll come back to haunt you. The more, the more they're going to tax you, and I want you, and I want you to think about that. But the key word in there is tax, and I want you guys to know that. So, what, what, what you guys think? I'm sorry. Speaking what, of what taxes, I don't. They better. Speaking of taxes, they need to, 
like fix the tax system right now the fact that people who with pay taxes right now or maybe did not have enough money in their own income to pay taxes might not be able to leave this country is ridiculous but that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother time i think oh i'm sorry continue but like the whole tax thing is like taxes are already high as it is to add more taxes to it even though it's going to help others it's still gonna make you pay later same with the universal education i feel like it's gonna be like you go to college for free that it's almost gonna be like as if you were paying off your own student loans basically Mm. Right. I think that another thing that, you know, people, candidates like Elizabeth Warren and even Bernie oh, have to recognize oh, God. is, and I think next we're going to talk about the, the, the good um, candidates and some, some good plans, but I think that one thing they need to recognize is that these billionaires don't actually have $70 billion in just some J.P. Morgan Tom break. Stayer. That these billionaires don't have, you know, $70 billion in some J.P. Morgan Chase bank sitting in a vault. That's not how it works. And I've, I'm really like, because people, when, when someone says a billionaire, their wealth is evaluated by their stocks and investments. And if they all, if they decide to liquidate that and sell all of it, it's not going to be worth blank billion dollars and i think that this is another problem that you know democrats need to notice you can't just tax the living hell out of billionaires because there's only so much liquidated cash that you can tax you know um and i think we should move on to some candidates who we thought did a good job or Mm -hmm. that um we see that you know we all see as viable um, options who who, would you guys think that i'm gonna have to go with andrew yang I mean, yes, we are worried about now, but the future is going to come really soon, and Mm -hmm. we all have to be ready for that, especially with, like, retail and everything being replaced by robots. And I think America's economy isn't ready for it yet, and it's going to show at some point with all these retail employees losing their jobs to robots because at the end of the day, it's quicker work, it's free work, no health care benefits, you don't have to pay them, and none of that. They can't sue you or anything. And I think America's economy, I think we're going to have to, America's getting ready to catch up to the rest of the world. And I guess the pe- he's trying to get the people ready for that and give alternative options. Mm-hmm. And I think I like them for that. I agree. I like Yang. Um, mm-hmm. I like Yang a lot. I think that he has very, the, the perspective that he brings in this race is just so, it's, it's so ahead of the Democratic Party's thinking. Mm-hmm. It's so knowledgeable and fact-based. And I think that having him on the stage is just so, so pleasing because he always says something that makes sense with the exception of the whole supporting impeachment, which I think is just a waste of time for the Democratic Party to even talk about it. But I think that Yang really brings a lot to the table. Mm-hmm. I really do. And I think that um, even even the universal basic income, he mm-hmm. I understand it. And I see where he's coming from, mm-hmm. and he's not trying to hide it or make it, you know, something else. Yeah. He's honest about it. A thousand dollars a month. Now there are questions to it. If everyone has a thousand dollars, what does a thousand dollars mean? If everyone has a million dollars, what does a million dollars mean? It's, it's economics 101. It's inflation, deflation. You know, if everyone has this much, does that much mean anymore? But I think that he has very, very, um, idealistic plans that might be able some might be able to work and i think that he really is forward thinking and i i i see him mm-hmm. in the future at least maybe not in the 2020 election mm-hmm. but yeah. i see him being a household name when we talk about 
the future of mm-hmm. this country. Like, I feel like Yang, he's not going to win, and that makes me very sad, but he's such a fresh of fresh air mm-hmm. and, like, a climate of Kamala Harris and Biden and Sanders and Warren. Like, we have a guy who's talking about the future and how to get ready for it, and he's also addressing climate and other issues, and I feel like he's not talking about all the same regular, I call them political candidate issues. Mm-hmm. Like, and plus he's just a very charismatic candidate. Yeah, see, I, I like him. He, he's so mm-hmm. likable. Like, I was talking to someone yesterday and they were meeting, talking about Amy Klomashar, and they said she has no charisma whatsoever. Yeah, she, at the beginning of her campaign, there were reports that she was throwing yeah. binders and, 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 and uh, apparently yeah. eating salad with a comb. What? 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 <laughs> Can we talk about how Amy got way too much time in this debate? Yeah. Why did she get this much time? Is she a senator? She's a senator senator of of Minnesota. All of these people that are in Congress, that are in in the Senate, I I don't even... (coughs) When I hear her speak... Oh, it's so dreadful. I don't even care to She's listen. Like a yeah. Teacher, cause, cause she, cause she, what, what? <laughs> He's about to go to red again. <laughs> okay. Okay. You, you know what? Um, let's go back and and talk about uh, talk about Yang. Now, um, with with Yang, mm-hmm. uh, I don't really know much about Yang. Mm-hmm. And in fact, in fact, when when he first started running i'm like yang who who is who is this who is this you know this, this man in some ways that's a breath of fresh air yeah it can be a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. but i think there were there there are times where i feel that when it comes down to a serious serious situation mm. like um like like talking to dictators and and situations of war and when it comes to something very very serious he was asked a question about a it was something along the lines what of, would you of do Russia. to like if Russia called you like if you won yeah if, if Russia call, called you I think for one he wasn't prepared to have that question and 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 two I don't think he would know exactly what he would say. He gave an answer. How however there are things that even that you know that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think a- as a leader, fort thinking is great. Mm-hmm. But you have to be able to have the tough skin mm-hmm. to be able to handle situations like that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel the vibe I'm getting from Yang He's not going to be able to to do that. So, I agree with you. Yeah, um, so, and and like you said, the question he was asked, I, I want to get back on Yang, mm-hmm. if you guys don't mind. But well, we're still um, on Yang. Yeah. I wanted to talk about the absolutely abysmal, poor moderating at this debate. The the questions were terrible. They 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 went candidates that they shouldn't have went to. Why would you not ask Bernie Sanders about his health care plan? And, and you Why know, would you not ask him? You bought you bought a good a good point there. I thought I thought Tulsi um Gabbard was going somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
as far as foreign policy and war is mm-hmm. kind of concerned because she she is a veteran. Now, what I would say about Tulsi, Tulsi, she gives this vibe of of seriousness, mm-hmm. of toughness. But I think that's something that the Democratic Party needs a little bit of is that toughness, being able to talk to other people across across the table. Kamala Harris um, questioned her about, you know, going to Fox and speaking to Republicans and, and you have di- to do and, and dictators. You have to you have you have to do that. Pre- President Trump met with Kim Jong un. You have to Bill be- Clinton met with Kim Jong il. Yeah. You know, you have to meet with you, you have to meet with foreign leaders. You have to talk across the table to Republicans, to independents and, and to to everybody. And and that's what I think um, Tulsi bring, brings to the table. But they didn't. I feel like that they stayed away from her and they didn't really ask her questions. Mm. So. So. So, yeah. What are, what are your you, thoughts? You, on you have um, a point on that. What are your thoughts on uh, Miss Gabbard? Yeah. Tulsi. I just I just don't get a very good vibe from her. Like, Why not? I just don't feel like I guess like for me. Let's think about how Trump won. Trump won by being this big, charismatic personality. And I feel like Tulsi, Tulsi seems like very, like, cold. I don't know. I don't know her. Like, I can't say this for sure. But she seems very tough and like that. And I feel like to be, I think she'd beat Trump with the toughness. But, like, also I have a really weird theory about her, but. We're going to avoid that because... I feel like your theory is much like Hillary Clinton's theory that she is a Russian plant or operative. Is that what that is? Just a little bit. I'm like... Why, though? I don't... She she, she fought for this country. She's a veteran. Mm-hmm. And then... And, and there's and she worked for the Democratic Party. She noticed that it was corrupt and that there were problems within the party. And there are problems within the party because you look at the fundraising numbers... The fundraising numbers are abysmal. They've raised, they raised eight point seven million dollars, something, something that tune. They're seven million dollars in debt, so they only come out with a million dollars, you know, of, of assets. Mm-hmm. When you have the Republican Party raising what sixty five million dollars? Oh, oh, they they they're raising money. They're, they're, they're raising they're, money. They're, they're raising money. Well, let's like, look at the and, donors. Like Elon Musk. No, the donors. No. Donald Trump. Donald Trump has the most. This is a fact. Th- this is factual. He has the most individual donors under $200, I believe, if not 300 And He has the most. I think we should move talk on. About, I think we should talk guys. about Pete Buttigieg. Oh man, Mr. Mr. Buttigieg is a very he's a very fascinating candidate because from the surface of things, he seems like he has everything together. My name is Pete Buttigieg. I run for this, this, and that, and I I, I stand on professionalism and and respect for this nation and bringing us back together. He's like Joe Biden if Biden was alive and and, and not a corpse. Um, but he's the mayor of South, South Indiana. Indiana. No. Oh. It's Indiana. He's, he's a mayor of a city. 
South Carolina. But he is the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. He won by 11,000 votes. He's not serving Congress. Granted, he has served in the military, which I do <coughs> greatly appreciate. But South Bend, you should not be going for president. And he's a very flawed candidate. What are your thoughts on him, Noel? This, uh, let me tell you something. I just typed in <laughs> South Bend, Indiana. This looks like a raggedy. That looks like Atlanta without gentrification. A raggedy look. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying not to cuss people. This. He's the mayor. He's the mayor of this. Did you guys see the scandal? Um, oh, oh! Somebody sent me. Uh, I was gonna read this. Um. One of our people, one of the people who was supposed to be on the podcast, but she's not here, alleged sent us this article, and it was like, according to new legal documents, when Pete was mayor of South Bend, a group of white police officers used Pete's donors to manipulate him into firing black the black police chief they hated. Hmm. The first black police chief in the The first area. black police chief in the state. Now, I wish I would have went to a Buttigieg rally here in Atlanta. And see how many black people were at that rally. Oh, and, and I would protesters. Ain't nobody voting for Pete Buttigieg. No one. He has I no don't black. I think support. that many gay people like him either. No. Like I, they don't I, like him either. He, he, he's he's. If you really look into it, he is not. He's not a viable candidate. He's 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 a terrible option. He's 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 basically Joe Biden, with a young vibe. That's always he's just young. A younger Joe Biden. But Joe Biden, let, let, let me tell you something, because Pete, Pete, Pete Buttigieg is a little is a little is a little speck on, on the spectrum. Let's talk about Joe Biden. We're, we're gonna talk, talk about, about Joe Biden. Biden. Joe Biden doesn't know what the hell he is doing. He doesn't. You you could just you could just Joe look at him. Biden should have when they asked him about Hunter, he should have taken that. Head first, he would have. He should have said, "You know what? We're gonna Im- go ahead and investigate me." But while we're at it, let's investigate the Trump kids too. He should have said that. He should have to beat Trump. You gotta be like Trump. You have to play. Yeah, and you gotta you play have to get down in the mud. You really do. Okay. And I think and Joe Biden is so out of it. He's so he's so into the. I don't know where the heaven probably. I don't know where he is, but he's just so out of it that. He doesn't campaign. When he does, it's he tired. looks like he's he's tired and sleepy and 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 and, and dead and and just he's it's, letting it's scary. He's letting all the other candidates and Trump walk all over him. And to beat Trump, you have to play his. You game. have to play his game, and you need to get out, get in the mud, and fight him head first. This- I think what, and it's not a Democrat or Republican party, but I think what the media fails to notice is that this whole debate thing, and yo, you have two minutes to respond. That's old. Look at us right now. We're at, we're doing a podcast. We have our own time. You know, there is little restraint. We're not timing ourselves and saying we can only talk about this, this, or that. The whole idea of these debates are really old school. And you look at just Joe Rogan, for example, the podcast that he did with, um, um, Bernie Sanders, 10 million views. This debate, 6.4 million views. Yeah. You, you, it, it, yeah. It's because this whole debate style is old. We're not hearing the plans that these politicians have. There, there, I think, there like, no them going on news stations, like, 
Every other day I hear so-and-so, Cory Booker, people judges on the mor- this show. I think them, the candidates going to news outlets and going on podcasts and doing interviews might be more effective than two-minute debates. Exactly. And these little bites. These but, little- but, 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 but here's the thing, and here's my problem with politicians. They go on here, even though they go to interviews and they go on news and then they debate and all this stuff, they, they're, they're saying all these promises. But when they get up in that office and they get up in government they don't do anything and mm. and we're and and, mm. and, and and we're and we're left to be like well what's going on what's i think we happening? should really i think that it's important to the voters to really look and see who's doing this who has promised things in office we need to look at those candidates and see who's promised this this and that mm-hmm. and see how if they've came to those promises today mm-hmm. i think that's really important mm-hmm. um for the restraint of time um, I think we should go ahead and talk about um let's talk about the winners and losers of the debate um before before we close see not 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 now now that I think of, go, go ahead go ahead who who do you think the winners are let's start with the winners I'd have go to go ahead. with Sanders and Warren um wh- why do you think they were the winners I think they definitely talked about the issues and answered the questions I hate to say this but I feel like Klobuchar because she got more screen time who do you see winning in um, the primary? Biden or Sanders? Oh Jesus! And if Biden wins, who do you see winning in the twenty twenty election versus that Trump? Shit, so- if Biden doesn't get his act together, I hate to say this, but we're gonna have Donald Trump for a second term. No, um, winners and losers of the debate. I'm just, I, I just think about you know what. I was I was on Tulsi Gabbard, you know, for a little bit, but now I mm. I am just thinking she's in government too, and I don't know what 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 is she doing? What policies did she pass? Mm. You know what? I'm I'm getting sick and tired of of career politicians. I don't care how long you've been in office. Mm. What have you what what have these people really been doing? And I'm just gonna say this quickly, briefly. These. Cr- we really need to look and see about these whole career politicians, people who are politicians as their main career because they come in power and they just sit in these federal buildings yeah. for the rest of their lives yeah. doing nothing, mm-hmm. saying yes under several administrations, and they're just it's, – it's, it's pathetic. And they're doing nothing to help the American people. But who do you think the um, winners of this debate were? You said that t- Tulsi. Um, I, 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 I would, I would say Tulsi because out of, out of everybody, she, she's able. I can see her being able to talk to Republicans and negotiating with foreign leaders and stuff. Um, I think the Democratic Party needs somebody that's able to talk to everybody. So, and, and that's is she your winner and loser? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she's. She's both. I, I just, I can't. I can't. These people, so, some of these people, because, you know, Tulsi, at least she was she was a veteran. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some of these people, you know, up here on, on the stage, I just think about, you know, what have they really been doing, mm-hmm. you know, in their lives? Joe mm-hmm. has been in politics for forever. More than all of us probably did, combined. Did, did, he, did he even have a work... Did he even have a working job? Mm. Bernie Sanders, did he even have a working job? These people get into politics because there is money. There is money in it. 
And like you said, they sit there and they do nothing. And here we got people, oh God, at the Elizabeth Warren rally promising all of this stuff. I am reparations. <laughs> I am going to do reparations. I will get rid of the 1994 crime bill. I will bring the power back in the black community. I will support $50 billion to HBCUs. I will raise the taxes for the wealthy. Just two cents. Two cents of your fair share of billionaires. Go, Elizabeth. You go, Elizabeth. Promising all this stuff. Promising all this stuff. And when they, and when they get in the office, when they get in the office, I, but I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. When they get in the office, they do nothing. And it's similar to what Obama did. Because you remember, black people went out. Black people went out to vote for Obama mm-hmm. because it was an exciting time. Mm-hmm. You hear, you hear what I'm saying. Yeah. You understand me. Definitely. But then you want you you want to know you want to know what happened. Obama was coming short on some of on some of his promises. Mm-hmm. He came short on the you money. would you 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 would think he would pay attention to places like Chicago, where he once was a senator. Which, 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 which I, I don't know what he's done for the city of Chicago. Mm. What what has he done? He's promised all of this change, mm. all of this change. Definitely. And then all he did, all, all he did, and you can look at the numbers, people. The economy didn't spike. The economy didn't raise. The economy was stagnant. Mm. Um, it was stagnant, but be careful because they, they make these promises. And, and and they don't keep them. So uh, in, in my book, no nobody here here is a winner. Trump has done more than these people com- wow. combined. Wow. He he's passed the twenty first uh the, the um the first the first step back mm-hmm. to tell people he's he's cut he's cut taxes. He's trying he's making an effort. I may not agree with how he's doing it, but he's making an effort to bring companies here mm-hmm. back to the United States. And give people jobs, and Donald he, and and people may not agree with it, but people but people agree some people they agree with that wall, and that that's how he won. He appealed to people. People want to feel safe. Mm. National security was a big was a big was very important to him. National security and really making an effort to 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 put. Americans first. He's making an effort to do it or make it seem like that. Mm-hmm. But he has done things, the First Step Act being one of them, which is giving black men, because the majority of people in these jails are black men and, and Hispanics, he's giving these people he, he's giving these people avenues to have a second chance. And, and politicians before Obama, Bush, Bill Clinton, the, the, they they didn't do that. Definitely. Um, they, they didn't do that. So 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 yeah. They they have to. They're making promises, but they have to fall through on their promises. When you keep making these promises and you don't follow through, then I I, I I'm not gonna want to vote for you. Definitely. Um. 
who are the winners and losers in my opinion? I can definitely say the losers. Um, Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, this man. I don't know what's what's wrong with him, but I think he belongs more on a retirement in a retirement home with his family, enjoying you know the years of his life, instead of trying to run a whole country. I mean, and it, it, every debate it gets worse and worse because you see more and more how unstable he is. Um, I think another loser in this debate was Tulsi Gabbard. But also, although Tulsi was a loser, I think that Kamala is also a loser. Because Kamala is very, proves time and time again that she's very arrogant. She's a waste of time. She's very, she, she thinks that her track record prosecuting petty crimes, putting black men in prisons, she stands by that mm-hmm. and continues to stand by that as late as Wednesday. I think that another loser of this debate was MSNBC in itself. Because the moderators did a terrible job asking the questions. They did awful. It was a terrible... Why was Rachel Maddow up there? They, Rachel she, Maddow? She is a... She is oh, a, God. She is literally a... She's Sean Hannity for the left. Literally. That's what she is. I think they're even in the same time. This, I think they're, they're at the same time. She is Sean Hannity of the left. Why is she moderating a whole debate? Something that CNN and Fox News can do is moderate... They, they have pretty... Although they both have their biases... They choose, they try to choose their least biased reporters. You have Rachel Maddow up there. Why? First of all, I was scared that every three minutes, Rachel Maddow, when she asked a question, we have to do a full history lecture before each question. <laughs> like, I've been, been like, she would have been like, for healthcare, let's look at the Healthcare Act of 1776. Like, she'd have to, like, go through the history of all that. Luckily, she didn't do that, but still wasn't very good either. Mm, I think that MSNBC was another um, another reason why they were the losers of this debate mm-hmm. was because they chose this, and I said this earlier, that they chose this historically black venue in this, the capital of African-American mm-hmm. America, where so many important things have happened. Like the home, it's the home of the civil rights movement, it's if you the, really the, think the about home, it. The home, exactly. And they decided to open up on impeachment. On impeachment. Which is the most blatantly disrespectful and naive thing to open up on for debate That's in all a historical black city. That's all they care And I think that none of these candidates... Like, not once did they mention any black issues like no. police brutality, the prison pipeline, which no freaking no politician will talk about, even though Come on, it Harris is affecting be, students of color mm-hmm. every freaking day. Yeah. And no one wants to talk about it. It makes me sick. Exactly. And I think what they have done is, oh, we got the black vote. We don't even talk about them anymore. You know, we can disregard them now. Not only are they talking about the black vote, the Latino vote. They have not gone to a Latino. I can't think of a single candidate other than Julian Castro that went to the Latino community. Oh, well, Beto O'Rourke went to the Latino community. Okay, I take that back. No, 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 no. I'm not in support. He went to the Latino community just to be like, hey, um, upper white middle class, look at me. I went to the Latino community. (laughs) I speak Spanish. Look at me. That was, I hated that so much. Coming from someone, my dad speaks Spanish. Like, I come from a, like, a Latino household because I'm mixed. So I have, like, my mom and my dad. So my dad was just like, this is the most suck-up crap I've ever seen. It's it's suck-up, cringeworthy garbage.
Um, I think the winners of the debate... For someone who is on their last breath of oxygen in this race, Cory Booker, Cory Booker did a good job. Um, but once again, his campaign is close to the end. It's it's on life support. And I think at this point, he's running for vice president more than he is for president. Um, I think that another winner, I wouldn't call him a winner, but I think Yang constantly, time and time again, shows why he is an interesting person. And I think every single time he's given the attention, the light of day, by the media overlords, he always has something interesting to say. Like, I think Yang, even if he does not get this race this time, he we're all going to still be talking about he Yang. He is someone that we will talk about in the future, definitely. Uh, I, I, and I think that's that's the reason why Yang, um, definitely, you know, mm-hmm. he will be a name in the future. I don't think there were any other winners besides uh, maybe Pete Buttigieg. Um, but if you dig in on Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg, you notice why he is a terrible candidate. Look, just, all right, just type in South Bend, Indiana. That speaks for itself. <laughs> I don't, I don't want that for this Wait, country. I'm gonna look it up next. I don't want that. So, um, are there any closing remarks before we end this podcast? All right. Um, um I'll let Jenny. Um, ew. I'll let, I'll let Jenny go first. Oh Do you yeah. Have any? Well, what, what I mean, it it's look? near Notre Dame, but ew. You know what he is. Oh. He he's the Maxine Waters for for white people. <laughs> he's the Maxine Waters for white people. That that's that's what he is. You're you're uh, all right. Anyway, closing remarks. Um. Well, thank you for having me on the show today. I think we got some. This is a very polarizing episode. Like I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's alright. No closing remarks. Oh no, you you first. All right. Um. I think that the Democrats are really gonna have to watch out in 2020. Mm-hmm. The track that they're on, it's gonna be detrimental to the party. Mm-hmm. There is definitely a shift that will happen mm-hmm. sooner or later. Yes. Because the the track that they are on right now, this is abysmal, mm-hmm. and this party needs serious reformation if they want to win anymore. Anymore, you know. Of course, if they want to win any more presidencies, but if they continue on this track, they won't win any more seats in Congress or Senate seats. And you see it in the fundraising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a huge problem. This is what they're going to have to watch out for. Um, no. Um, yeah, um, the Democrats, they, um, they, 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 don't, they don't look good to me. Um, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing too much of... Trump, 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 trying to get this man out of office. Look, if you want to get this man out of office, you know, come up with some policies. Actually do something in the Congress, in the seats that you are in. But they refuse to do it. And this is, I I, I think that this is really going to hurt them in 2020 if they don't get their act together because it it will be it's going to be embarrassing if they don't get it together because people people are 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 tired are tired of people going on tv and just telling them stuff just speaking to them talk just just speaking you're right you were wrong Believe think, what we believe. Th- thinking people can't can't think, and, and you know what I have a problem with Democrats and, and 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 with and with these liberals, they are telling you how to think and not to think, and that is a problem that I have with the left, and it's and it's mostly the left. 
I don't like it. They need to get their act together. They 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 need they need to stop going into these black black communities and stop pandering and really mean what they say. They gotta stop going to these Latino communities and, and, and pandering. They have to mean what they say. If you don't wanna work for the people here in America and and, and, and make life prosperous here in America, well then don't run for president don't run for government or you should just resign and give up your seat if you don't care for helping people and that's all i have to say all right well that's it thank you um thank you. thanks for everyone including myself for being here all right thank you everybody listeners for more content you can go to voxatl.org we have a youtube channel check that out and you know soundcloud that's where it all is man tune in next time See you later. And cut.